Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just chowing on the junkies, yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Bit Season. I'm Drive T-Shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. And our producer is here, Ryan Clary. How we doing, everybody? How we doing? <laughs> How we doing? How we doing? <laughs> and that's Ryan Clary. Uh, if you listened a few weeks ago, you heard us interview him for the producer position on Bit Season. A lot followed, of applicants. He followed up. The only one to follow up. Yeah, no. Uh, nobody wanted to be involved with the show except for <laughs> Ryan. And so, of course, we gladly took him on. We're excited to have him here. Yeah, we got a lot of work for him. I told, I've told. i always said this about Ryan, that he's got... He's, he's got, got moxie. Poten- he's got potential because he gets um, non-sports talk radio. Exactly. He likes bits. He, he loves likes bits. guy talk. Love it. Now, Ryan's young. How old are you, Ryan? 22. 22. So, oh, my God. That makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> Time's flying by. Now, we're like the junkies, and they're the, he's the producer. Same same age difference. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do the same shtick. You'll yeah. see. He'll be doing, oh, yeah. we'll see. He'll be I'll... doing old, old man radio, uh-huh. making fun yeah, of us. Yeah. <laughs> making fun of gray hairs, all that nonsense. However long the show lasts, which might only be a couple weeks more. We never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that being said, we're desperate for sponsors. Of course, yeah. Come on board. Sponsor so, uh, us. If you're interested in advertising, hit us up on social media at BitSeason. On Twitter, slide in our DMs. I do got to clear something up, though. I think we got to get rid of the um, the feed for for Bit Season on Apple, or the one that we've been posting the, shows on already before, yeah. because we are consolidating everything, and it's going to be have our own feed with Odyssey, which yeah. I think will be available on Apple just under a new feed. We'll explain all of that when it happens. I think next it's, week it's but. coming down the road, but we're just kind of warning you: make sure you get your ducks in a row. We told because you, we want to make sure you're subscribing. Yeah, we told you guys we're so big time now here at Odyssey that we got moved off the junkies feed and and put on our own. So yes. that should be happening here very shortly. Yeah, I gotta get my I gotta get my orchard reads. They gotta show sales or numbers, hey, so I get my orchard. Let me tell you Drab. There's a lot of jealousy right now about Drab and his endorsements. I hear it from you, and all I hear the whispers from. Oh, what are the murmur? What are the murmurs coming from the the producers? Okay, yeah, lounge? let's let's explain to that. And I, and if you don't listen to the show live, you might ha- not have any idea what we're talking about here. But Drab Drab uh, is doing live reads. <laughs> it's tilting. They're actually recorded to sound live, and I've only recorded one. <laughs> Um, the junkies do live reads every day during the show. Yes. Um, most and, and get paid uh, handsomely to do so. Uh, I know every um, everyone counts their live reads in the morning before the show starts. Yeah, and, and now Drab does it. Hey, times are changing, and it's always been for the last fifteen years that I've been here, sixteen years. That producers really don't get endorsements. It was that, always frowned upon. That's correct. Producers are not a well. It's kind of an unwritten rule. I, I, I mean, I don't think uh, like if you went into CK's bylaws, there's a uh, there's a rule that producers are not allowed to do endorsements slash live reads. But there is a there is something about it because you know, as producing the junkies, the junkies, you know, 
is a bigger show. Right. You know, there's more people who know me and you than, say, Cody Betts, who, who works on the midday show. I think we've always been tantalized them with them but they never follow oh, yeah. through that, like and that's that's also something that happens we've been we, promised car deals oh, that the car deal carrot gets dangled in front of us at least once every three months and for for whatever reason either management puts it has put a stop to him in the past that and i, I don't I really want to go down this path it's like a, it's like a, uh, a bumpy road to go down because all of a sudden if drabby has a car deal <laughs> exactly. why why doesn't uh, uh ryan clary have a car deal and for it's the already show? happened yeah, of course. Right. Hey, but I will say. What makes Drab so special? Yeah, exactly. Why does Drab get this, but I don't? I don't know the answers to all of life's questions, Valdez. You're just more talented. I was I was selected. The I, reason why, and you're going to have to explain this to me because I'm not up to speed. I've done, by the way, I have done live reads. Of course. Before. We've, we've done, done appearances. We've done appearances at T-Mobile. Yes, I've done uh, live reads wait, wait, for wait. Dr. Eggy and Dominion Eye Care. What is that? It's my one. I have my LASIK. This is before you were on the show. It wasn't before I was at the station. No, you're at the station, but it was before you're on the show. I mean, I just went through the whole thing last year. I was like days away from getting hair transplant surgery, okay, as an endorsement. <laughs> it doesn't get any bigger than that. Hey, there's a there's a salesperson here, uh, a slicky boy that we've shared lap dances with. Yeah. Who has uh, taken me to a car dealership to meet one of their GMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These things, okay, we've told you, they literally <laughs> never come through. Never. This one all happened in like a day. And I was told that the junkies all have their own like home lending endorsements, <laughs> which, which did, is, uh, didn't make any sense to me because the only one that does any sort of loan information that I know cakes, is Cakes, loan right? Pronto. I know nothing of the other guys. It, it, I know it, Eric Eric doesn't do anything like that, does he? No. Or, Maybe they've done something in the past. I well, maybe it's it's because it's a real estate thing of Debbie Reynolds and, and Jason does. Um, uh, who, who Brian what is it? Leahy? It? Brian? No, no, it's not Brian no, Leahy. Um, uh, Jim Leahy? No, God, this is embarrassing. You Somebody will we Brian Wilson? Yes, the yes Brian Wilson. Is it Brian Wilson? Yes, Brian Wilson. I met him. And um, JP, I don't know what he does. Someone can remind us. I don't think anything. They have so many, it's hard to remember. So it must be real estate stuff, right? Because Orchard.com. And you know who one of the guys trolling me is Ryan Clary. <laughs> what do you mean tro trolling you online? He's jealous. No, he's no. Or no, he's, he's, say, he's hey, saying something. Hey, he, Ryan texted me the other night and said, hey, what's that website again? You should plug that website again for, <laughs> for that company you do endorsements for. What is it again? Orchard.com? Question mark. <laughs> Because it, during the spot, I say Orchard.com. A billion times. A billion so times. many times. <laughs> so many. Well, my, my trolling my trolling's a, a little more subtle. When it comes on, I pump up the volume so that okay. Drab has to listen to it. Yeah, I don't like was, to I, I don't like Believe to it or not, Drab doesn't like hearing his own voice. I'm like an actor who doesn't watch their own movies. Like Johnny I don't, I don't Depp's. Watch the, I don't watch my Johnny final Depp, cuts. Ryan's never seen one of his own movies. I feel like I'm in the same category. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I can't yeah. hear my voice. By the way, I am I the only one who notices the irony with your orchard spot? What is that? Well, you are from the Apple capital of that is true of the United States, Washington State. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Orchard apples. Now, <laughs> also, I'm a homeowner. <laughs> And not everybody, not all the producers here are homeowners. That is true. Right? That is Ryan true too. lives at home. Cody yep. Betts lives at home. Hey, if there was. If they, Landfill lives at hey, home. If there was mommy lending, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Clary <laughs> right. would, be, would be doing spots for, right. for basement refis. Hey, you should be. I should be lauded around here as the Jackie Robinson of producers. Okay. <laughs> I just, I broke the seal. <laughs> you broke the, the door. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Pee Wee Reese, why don't you go put your arm, <laughs> put your arm around Drab and walk yeah. around the hall? If all the producers here start getting the endorsements and doing live reads, then I want to be carried around here like, uh, uh, you know, a prince <laughs> on a throne. On a throne. I, I'm just breaking down barriers. Like an Egyptian god. Yeah. Rosa t-shirt. Right. <laughs> I think uh, it could happen. That's funny. All right. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'd be even more happy if Orchard was sponsoring Bit Season. They should. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll talk to my people. I, I got I to I, I figure out that saleswoman's name. I think it's Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> you have people now. Uh, how far we've come. 
<laughs> no, Drive has no people. Uh, Orchard.com. Check it out if you want to get money for your home before what, you sell it. And what do they do? Get you, they, pay, they pay you for your home before you sell it. Okay. You know when you sell a home and you're worried that, or you buy a home and you're worried about selling the home that you have? Yep. And you're not going to sell it in time to put the money towards your other home? Yeah. Well, they give you the money for it. Orchard.com. Tell them Drive T-shirt sent you. Someone tweeted me about it. <laughs> Not a bad pitch, man. I tried putting you on the spot. Do you want to know how much I'm getting paid? Nobody knows this. I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. I don't want you to like flip the table over. I'm not going to flip the table. I have, a, I, have a rough, I have a rough idea in my head. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm comfortable sharing this. All right, sure. It's a six-week run. Oh, six weeks. Yeah. Okay. I recorded once. I've, as far as I know, I'm only recording that one spot. I might run for six weeks or I might have to record a new one next mm-hmm. week. How much is Drab getting paid with, for his endorsement? Your endorsement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say you're getting paid seven fifty. I'm getting paid $1,000. Ah, I was in the ballpark. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's fine. That's great. That's great scratch. That's not junkies live read no, money. No, 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 no. You know, we need to start undercutting the junks. I know. That's what pizza, I pizza. You can buy a lot of diapers. With hey, let's not ask me anything. I'm a, I'm an open book on this show. Hey, speaking, <laughs> of, hey, speaking of, we have to talk about the the last segment on oh, Thursday. I mean, we're five minutes into the show. I feel like I could spend the next fifty five on the ask ask us anything. Number one, I think it's a I think it's a huge rip off. A rip off of what? Ask B Mitch anything. Okay. Right. I don't like I don't like ripping off other shows. It's it was lazy. It's a, even though we stole uh, qu- the the quarterback segment from Amy Lawrence. Did we? I did. <laughs> Except I, I pitched it as a, a a segment about quarterbacks, and then she calls it QB news. <laughs> no, she <didn't. laughs> yes, she does. I thought I came up with QB quarter of we we were uh, in your office spitballing what to call yeah. it. I don't remember, but, was, uh, but I pitched year. the idea of the quarterback segment to you. Because I, I directly stole it from Amy Lawrence. All right. Um, um, but anyways, so, but ask Beamich anything very close to ask us anything. I don't like that. Well, here's the thing. It's very, it's very dangerous. Ask Jonathan Allen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Junkie, that was only a few weeks ago that he got into trouble oh, I know. And you say what was it? You say the wrong thing, trying to be uh, funny or poignant. No, I guess you could uh, say that about anything. Well, right? let's start from the beginning. Okay. I hate open line Thursday. I hate open line Thursday. Okay, and I've said this before, and, and the P ones of the I, show might disagree with let, me. Well, let me let me um, uh, amend that. I don't hate open line Thursday. I hate the constant begging to. Uh, entertain us and basically do our job. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I don't like. I don't like the oh no one calls in. Somebody call in, and then you have some schlup in his car uh, dialing the junks because uh, he needs to do his uh, comedy material again. I I think P ones might like Open Line Thursday, but our job not necessarily isn't just to appeal to P ones people that are going to listen no matter what. It's to have as big of an audience as possible, right? And to have uh, great topics and let the flow of the show be what it is. And I remember way back when I started the show on the show in 2012, I told the guys then I hated Open Line Thursday and it was lazy. And it's it's beyond it lazy. That's the biggest problem with it. It's it's we can sit here and, and not do anything and you entertain us because – and it's also this is what we used to do, right? Right. We used to do this on the show, so therefore we should still do it. Yeah, and that's a big no-no because radio evolves, how people listen evolve. I mean, back when they were doing it, they had diaries. People, if you don't know what a diary is, that's where you'd get like a piece of paper. And people would would write your favorite shows. People would literally just write on the paper, I listened to Don and Mike for five hours every single day this Uh week, right? In reality, that wasn't the case. And now we have – there's a system out there where it can detect what you're listening to when you're listening to it. And, and certain people are part of that survey at any one time. You would know if you're part I, of it. I, uh, I, don't wanna, I don't want people to think that we are trying to kill the spontaneity of the show. No, no, no. We love the spontaneity. That's not, that's not spontaneous in, in my opinion. Open Line Thursday is, is just I'm not going to prepare for the show today. I don't need that, to prepare yeah, that's for the show. What, yes, that's what we don't want. 
is I don't want them to say, all right, coming up next, call us take, and we'll take your calls and then we'll figure out how to get to the next segment where we have a guest. If it were up to Drab and Valdez, Open Line Thursday would not happen. So we don't have as much control as we want on the show or there's some things that we that we just decide the guys are passionate about this. Let's let them keep this. That is one of those things. I also agree with Valdez. I hate the conversation about Open Line Thursday and how it's not what it used to be and how can we make it better. You know what's worse than Open Line Thursday? What? Open Tweet Thursday. <laughs> Terrible rendition of that. <laughs> also, you, you remember that? Yeah. Where, where JP would would just read a novel of people's tweets. Any and every tweet that came in, JP was reading them. And that's what with I was no worried. Gov- with no governor yeah. or anything. That's what I thought Eric was going to say today when he goes, we need to bring this up to 2022. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going back to uh, Open Tweet Thursday. Yeah, uh, we're going back to 2013. <laughs> One of the things as as a producer that I also hate is that callers call in and think that they can get on the air to talk about whatever they want yes. because it's open line yes. Thursday. Hey, this is uh this is Jimmy. Uh go ahead, put me through. I'm ready to talk to the guys. Yeah. Or no, maybe it's it's like, hey, this is Jimmy from Herndon. I want to call in and talk about uh JP's uh wife, right? No, we're probably not gonna do that. It's open line Thursday. You control the show, but I'm not going to just put in any single, every single caller that calls through that wants to stir up, basically stir up crap or make the guys uncomfortable or talk about things that aren't really relevant to anybody else. And I I just said JP's wife because that's the first thing that popped in my head. You're staring at JP's seat. Yeah, I think that's right. But but yeah, I agree. And then when you add the ask us anything type thing, that's when you're inviting this this playing with fire notion. Well, could anything be more dangerous Very than like off the cuff answers? Of course. On the radio, like you're going to say something you regret because you're trying to appease some random listener. Do you uh, with do a you, witty answer? You know, some listeners shouldn't be the boss of you. You're right. behind the microphone. Right. You're the big silly, not the guy calling it. Yeah. But anyways, we we also, do this hey. we reserve, we reserve this bit also for the the drinking show. The Christmas show. This is something that guys uh, think is special that they do during um, during the, those shows where they uh, lose some of their inhibitions a bit, and it's a yearly thing. And then if we if we start doing this uh, every Thursday, it loses that luster. Yeah, uh, we can't we can't do it every every single Thursday. Um, my favorite open line Thursday is that when nobody calls. <laughs> All right, that that is that is my favorite. And then when they say, "Let's see if we can get fifty calls in," oh, I know, I want to die. Do you know? Do you know it? Uh, a phrase really grinds my gears mm-hmm. with Open Line Thursday. No. Let's put the paddles to Open Line Thursday. <laughs> so much paddle talk. <laughs> hey, now that I'm thinking you'd think about it, it, you'd think we're at Tennistopia with all this paddle talk. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it more about Open Line Thursday, it's not necessarily the the topics that people want to call about. Like I say, JP's wife. First off, I'm still uh, the call the this call screener on the show. So if you're not interesting, I'm not, I'm still not going to put you through. Like that is a lot of it. It's just boring, monotone people with crackly phones that want to get through, and then they get upset because. Right, they're mad at you. I'm, they're mad at me, and then they always say, Drake, but I, "Why are you not putting these guys? Why are you not putting these callers?" Through? No, no, it's supposed to be like, "Well, you should put me through." It's open line Thursday. Oh, you mean the call? And then I had to like pretend like the reason I'm not putting you through is because you have to make up some excuse. But in reality, you're just really you, you're not going to bring any excitement or something new to your the call. Show. Stinks. Your call stinks. Yeah. I don't. You know, I don't, there's you no know, other way to, to say put it. Put it plain and simple. Your and that's call, part of my job. I just can't put everybody through. Ryan, also, this is elite call screening that you're getting elite. right here. Ryan's a call screener. I'm a call screener as well. And I, it it is brutal sometimes. Like I must say, like it is, is, this is elite call screening. Cause I was, uh, I screened calls when, uh, Brett was here. Um, drab, I think drab's the best call screener I've seen. He's a lot better than me. Said, Hey, what do you want to talk about? Look, I put a lot of bad calls through. It's hard because like people want to contribute to the show. The guys want the people to contribute to the show. Yes, but the, Sometimes but the they reason just... but the reason the guys want people to contribute uh, to the show is different than what we want. The guys some of the times it feel like the guys want 
people to contribute to the show because they want, you know, they want to take a segment off. Well, that's and that's my biggest gripe with calls is that nobody nobody's really listening in my opinion and we're no, we're, we're doing sports talk here yeah, a little bit nobody but. wants to hear John DePompa's caps analysis well here you're going to upset <laughs> John gonna, you're, you're going to upset John uh, he just put his hand uh, head in his hands right now it, no, nobody wants to hear Vic from Akakik right okay of course Vic from Akakik is like not that they don't want to hear him all the time they don't want to hear like these long, drawn out calls. I feel like the junkies sometimes don't know how to like put a caller on the air. It should be like in and out. Talk to him for a few. What does he want to say? All right, boom, hang up. On to the next one. Right. Uh-huh. The these people are just calling in every day. Moe's and, and uh, Day from College Park, and they just like to hear themselves talk. Uh, I think Moe's actually decent if he's not. I've started telling. I've started telling Moe like you, you got to. You started. Back. Well, you've started coaching him up a lot. Yeah, it's, it's well, back. I got to coach a lot of most people up, but you got to. I, Mo, you're calling too much. Like this, your name's not on the show. You're calling every single day. You got to dial it back. A little the Mo bit show and keep keep some of it special. You know, I know, I, I get it. It, it. it is a little, but but going back to open line Thursday, you just don't want your host to sit there not preparing and and not and the junkies. I tell you, how do you say that word? Vehemently, vehemently, vehemently disagree with us on this. They think it's great radio. And and again, you might think it's just as a producer, I don't like Open Line Thursday because I know the guys are sitting there daydreaming. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're, 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 like, they're, they're not the thinking about the show. They're yeah. just letting a caller drone on. Until they get to the break time. Until us, until Valdez and I are like pounding on the window, hang up on him, hang up on him. He's boring. Or, or you know, he's going on too long. Hey, do you know? Do you know what's? Uh, uh, I guess while we're talking about phones, what's what's also kind of uh, I've noticed lately that's that? getting under my skin. What? I feel like we're venting a lot, and it has to do with phones, but it has to do with guests. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is Eric so spaced out whenever we have uh, Rex Hoggard on <laughs> and we introduce him, and and Eric who is in control of the phones? Doesn't uh, bring him on the show. Well, Valdez and I, we've actually been butting heads about this recently a lot um, because Valdez wants to. I want, I want to train my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to train Eric. <laughs> like I'm to, training him like a dog. Yes, to to answer. Like I don't really I'm understand. Potty it. training. He, him. <laughs> he's it's like a Pavlov dog thing here, where if he embarrasses him enough, he'll eventually like start clicking. He's like, I don't. Uh, yeah. On on the phone. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to look uh, like a space cadet uh, right. anymore. You're, so when you it, haven't picked up on this. So we'll explain it. So Rex Hoggard calls in today, and every like it's happening. Every other guest now, uh-huh. where Cakes or JP will introduce the guest. Hey, we have Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel on here. Um, um, we can talk about Tiger Woods, whatever. Uh, we're going to hey. talk about Tiger Woods and the Masters. Rex, how you doing? Rex, what's going on? Oops, uh, I'm supposed to punch him up, aren't I? That's what he just says, right? Like every single time. And, and there's and five there's seconds of dead air, and the guest is already talking, right? Because the guest thinks he's on air. And so once he goes on air already, he's mid-sentence, he's and mid-sentence. everyone knows. Yeah. Right. But, but, the, but, the, but the problem Here, is... Here's what's also the problem. Valdez can also put the caller on the air, and he knows that EB's out to lunch, right? He's not okay. paying attention. He, I'm, Valdez, star- I'm staring right at Eric, and, I, and then I'm commenting to, to Drab... Behind the glass. This is this is the own show that we're doing <laughs> right. behind there. I say, watch this. Eric's Eric's gonna forget. I go, watch this, watch this, watch this. And then right. all of a sudden, Rex Hoggard, how are you, bud? Five, four, three. Oh, oh, oh my sp- oh, my bad. But here's the thing. <laughs> Valdez gets a kick out of it because he's uh-huh. getting a kick out of like embarrassing E B or training him. It's but I'm I'm Rick at Valdez because <laughs> Valdez can put the caller on the air knowing without without E B. Ryan Valdez can punch the caller up on air from his position, yeah. So, but he's refusing so to do sacri- so. I'm <laughs> sacrificing the quality of the show to teach Eric a lesson. Yeah. Well, then- and then and then and then Drab's mad at me because I'm uh, I'm making the the guest of the yeah. show sound bad. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> but if it's a running bit on the show now, then you kind of it's not a running bit. Is, is it? Like <laughs> I guess it is now. If you're, if you're a bit season listener, like I know it's it's probably like 
Frustrating, listen, but listen, I mean, listen knows, for it now. It never happens without Valdez knowing it's it's going to happen. Right? <laughs> no, I, I know he knows happen. every single every time. single time. I'm I'm fully prepared to punch up the guest myself, but I refuse to do it. I drew I draw a line in the sand. Yeah, that's one of his things. I mean, you already turn on their mics, which is a crazy thing in itself. So that is a crazy concept. Yeah, like, Grant and Danny turn on their own mics. Yes, JP and B Mitch turn on their own you mics. Know my, do you want to know my trick when I turn on mics? You hit on. <laughs> <laughs> Real tough, Valdez. Real tough. No. no, I have a trick when I turn on the mics. Let's say. All right. So on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Cakes is doing the ins and outs. Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday, JP. Mm-hmm. So whenever they come back from break. All right, I have everyone's mics all ready to go, potted up. I purposefully leave lurches off at first. Oh, why is that? Because when they ever when they come back from break, lurch is the uh, the biggest offender of <clears throat> of the throat clear. So I don't want to turn on his mic and have him clear his throat right into it. Why don't you leave his mic off the entire first segment then? Because that is 90% of the first segment is the lurch coughing. And then he coughs and then turns off his microphone. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it's, so, it's so tilting. But uh, uh, so when I, whenever they come back from break, I turn uh, Lurch's mic on last because I anticipate the loogie. All right. His habit cough. It, with both <laughs> those guys, is there any difference between two, uh, JP and Cakes? Um, Yes, actually. Uh, JP, Cakes is more always ready to go. Cakes is always ready to go. Cakes is Cakes will come back from break 10 seconds into the rejoiner. JP, uh, he'll be fiddling with his headphones, reading, whatever. And then JP, who can't be distracted and doesn't believe in <laughs> doesn't believe in culture and, and, and distractions affecting the on-field performance, is distracted all the time by what's going that's on a, in that's his also, life. No, that's also another one of my silent protests. What's that? Is when... When the guys, when JP Valdez is just, really is doing his own show. When JP is uh, sitting there, um, and we've come back from break, and he's supposed to kind of intro whatever we're doing that segment, mm-hmm. um, and he's not ready, and he doesn't have his headphones in, I fade down that music so low, so it just sounds butt awkward. I know. I I encourage you to do that. I tell you, and this is my own sabotaging of the show. I at tell some you, point, at some I point, I say turn the music off and just let it be dead air because then you got to like because you, a lot of times you just let the music go on and on and on. And, and well, I know, I know you start it, fading it, but then they don't they don't realize like they don't they're just like it's a nice little interlude into the show, right? Uh-huh. If they just re- start realizing there's dead air for ten seconds because they weren't paying attention. And you know we're we're literally pounding on the glass a lot of times, and like start talking for people that do a talk show, they really don't want to talk. Right? <laughs> they want to get paid. That's what they want. They want to get paid. That's why they want to do a podcast so they can do an hour a day. I didn't realize I was doing my own show back there. You, you well, yeah, we both are, I guess. <laughs> um, so that the open, but did you like the segment today? Did you? Did think, I like it? Did you like the ask me uh, ask us anything? Did you think it was good radio? You know that's a very that's a very tough question. Um, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it worked today, but it's not something that needs to be a Thursday benchmark. I don't want the entire show to consist of people asking the junks questions. I might be open to one. If we can get rid of open line Thursday, I'd be open to one segment of open. Ask me anything on Thursdays at the end of the show. Sure. I don't want to. Bruce is gone. Bruce is retired. Bruce Willis retired. Bruce Arians retired. <laughs> Bruce the Hugger's retired. Yeah. I think Bruce Willis and Bruce the Hugger both have aphasia. <laughs> <laughs> also, JP not reading or understanding what aphasia was it was also tilting me today. He just kept saying. It's a, it's um, it's a brain to mouth thing where you can't translate it, and it's clearly not exactly what that is. It's like he has brain damage. He can't. They're saying he has trouble understanding the language right. now. He's not. He, he, he glanced the thing. He doesn't and know then, what he's doing. Yes, he's not misfiring a gun on set because he can't. Tra- his mouth can't speak what he's thinking. Hey, were we too hard on the junks? Like specifically, Eric. When we're sitting there telling him he needs to get a brain scan like Bruce Willis. I liked liked us doing our own show in there where you were pontificating (laughs) on what illness the junkies was going to come down with. 
it's it's coming around. And that you age. chickened out because you told me cakes was gonna get diabetes. <laughs> he was gonna get diabetes, <laughs> and you didn't say that on the air. You know, cakes cakes has been taking a beating. This I week. know he he has taken a beating. <laughs> it was a. Very, you know, sometimes guys when they're being they're when they're with each other, they're they're rather morbid. And we are pretty morbid this morning. I, I thought it was funny that I said arthritis and Eric goes, "Oh, I have that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're getting up there. They're they're in their 50s. It could be a point where someone has to take a leave of absence from the show for a yeah. medical condition. All right, who's all right, who's the first to take a leave of absence? <sighs> all right, now the leader in the clubhouse is Jason. I wasn't going to say Jason too. He takes the most amount of sick days. But Jason will it will be an abused um <laughs> an abused illness. An abused no illness of him taking mental health days. He needs a mental health oh, break. Oh, wait till Oh yeah, wait till Jason figures out you yeah. get mental health days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason hasn't figured out that the Odyssey employees can actually do that. And uh he's going to take like a week off for to recuperate. Hey, all right, what about is that a good prediction or what? Right, okay, uh, let me go. Let me expand on it. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason's gonna take a mental health day the for Monday and Tuesday <laughs> after he drives his daughters back down to Virginia Tech because yeah. it's depressing. Yeah, you're right. Watching them go back to school. You're what right. What do you think? That is actually that is. You're right. Write it down. <laughs> let's let's down. come back to it. Mental it's, health day lurch. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not mocking mental health days at all. Of course, that would be stupid, and I don't feel that way. But Jason abusing it makes me laugh because that is something he would definitely do. Right. And you, and yeah, you guys need to honestly keep also keep track that the days that Jason misses, he's sick more in the middle of the night than anyone I've ever met in my life. Hey, I was sick last night. I woke up in a pool of sweat around midnight. I know, and I came in today. I I I appreciate that. I like it when sick people come to work. <laughs> That's pretty, people are supposed to be discouraging. Me. I know. I hope, I'm. I'm, I'm old I, hope the bitty, I hope the biddies are happy too. That I came in on a Thursday. Uh, yeah. On a Thursday, when I woke up in a pool of sweat with a fever, right. um, and then I'm opening up the window, sleeping naked because I'm getting hot and cold all night. I want you to prove your worth to me, <laughs> and you prove that by coming in here with a hundred and three degree temperature. <laughs> <laughs> You better, you better have a doctor note if you miss work. Matt hey, Kale's the manager. Hey, you know, you know what makes you a good worker when you seizure. <laughs> if you seizure in your office, yeah, yeah. you know you're good to me. You got to, you, well, you got to call an ambulance, <laughs> and they got to pry you away from that microphone. Right. I told you last week that, I, that on the part of the segment that got cut out that we lost the recording, that I'm big on attendance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. always big in attendance in school and didn't like to miss days. So. Hey, I, th- I think about, I think about drab all the time. If I'm, uh, if I have the sniffles or even like, uh, even like last night, I go, I'm, uh, moaning and groaning. I go, I go, I can't, go, I can't whore anybody at midnight. If I'm not feeling that great. I, can I, what I, would we do? Yeah. Yeah. What would drab do without me? <laughs> He said that he insult he insulted the crap out of me today, Brian. He goes, I couldn't, I can't leave to go to the bathroom because you wouldn't know what to do on this. Board. I did say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? well, number one, it's true. That's no, that, for, first of all, Brendan Dar from from the team nine eighty uh-huh. got into a fender bender last week at five thirty a.m. I ran the board for Kevin Sheehan for an hour. <laughs> no problems. I got us on air. Got the mic connected to his Comrex. All right. Well, then we why were all do you- fine. But then why do you say all the time, I uh, I, I can't do this. I don't, I don't know what I'm There's doing. There's things I don't know how to do. I really don't know how to ma- uh, manipulate or navigate Wide Orbit, which is our software program in there, to find certain things. Like, if are, you tell- are you telling me management hasn't gone through the training to know? <laughs> That's a good point. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Okay. Do you, do you think face. Dave <laughs> Thomas knows how to f- flip burgers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. He knows yes. how to run a business. So right. he has the monkeys flip the burgers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> so that's, that's a shot at me. <laughs> that's that's hey, a shot at their hey, board. Hey, hey, there's two button pushers, the hey, one in the room. Have you ever seen yeah. undercover boss where the big silly CEO comes down? He doesn't know how to do. He doesn't know how to pack the boxes in the warehouse. <laughs> he doesn't know how to like, scan the packages. Yeah, yeah come exactly. on. I'm, 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 doing, I'm supervising. supervising right come on no it's just i i used to take her i used to i now i'm the world-class call screener i used to be a world-class board op i did but it's i haven't run a board in 10 years day to day i hear you so you think you could run a board blindfolded for the 1067 board i think i could i think i could because it's all muscle memory that's literally what it is man like once you hear that cue but you run the board every so often Every so often, yeah, but even then, like, not really that much anymore. I do it, like, once every few weeks. That's really it. Like, I feel like I, feel like I would be, like, Karate Kid. What? Put the blindfold around your eyes. Didn't he do that? I think he did. You're right, yeah. Well, <laughs> right. he was training, yeah. And then it was, was hitting boards, blindfolded. Mm-hmm. I think that could be me with the board. <laughs> well, then why do you make so many mistakes? What do you mean? <laughs> I hear mistakes all the time. I, uh... Dead air. Dumps. Oh crap! Uh, let's go to Valdez for the audio. Play track two. Seven seconds of dead air. Oh, uh, uh, Byron Kerr's update. Oh crap! Man, let me hit, let me hit space bar and play on this thing, <laughs> Mister Blindfold. Hey, you're doing a lot, of, a lot of joning over there. I don't like it. All right, I'll, I'll stop. No, Valdez is a good board up. He does a, he do, he does a great job. Slap you like Will Smith. Why do you keep looking at your phone? Because, What's going on over because there? Because I got a, a voicemail from Judge Alston. Well, he's used to setting up a golf round yes. with you. T- yeah. <laughs> you can't wait till after. Okay, Lurch, you can't wait till after the show to set up your golf rounds. You trying to leave early? I was just checking. Hey, when we were outside on the street yesterday um, for the Clydesdales, so the show ends. I want people to realize how quick Jason. We were out on the sidewalk outside the radio station, right outside. The show ends. I walk upstairs to come to leave, right? Walk right in with the guys. Jason's in the stairwell walking out into the lobby by the time I get into the lobby. I don't know how he leaves so quickly, but he was in the lobby probably 45 seconds after the show yesterday. Boom, gone. Yeah, Ryan, if you want his uh, Nat's uh, Cherry Blossom jersey, it's yours because he didn't even ask about it today. That's done deal. You know what? Let's give it to Ryan. A little welcoming party too. Yeah. Bit you know what? That's a good idea. I like Jason asked for it <laughs> in a couple weeks from now. We'll tell him we don't know what happened. Exactly. That's a great idea. You won't. Right. I know because I told him. I said. Uh, I said I'll get your jersey for you and put it in the locker. Didn't ask about it today. Exactly. Because you know Grant and Danny got their jersey yesterday, and I, I didn't get mine. I was a little bitter. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know not. How you're the only producer doing live reads. Yeah. Ryan, I'll be the only producer getting gifts. Exactly. So I'll, no. I'll take I'll take the left. I think we should have got at least a hat. So did I. Same. Why didn't we get a hat? I we wanted to, a hat. Well, the Nats used to drop off stuff all the time. They'd always drop off, if I remember right, a six we, pack. Right. We definitely got hats. We'd always get the bobbleheads or something that that um whatever you know whatever their gift of the of the weekend was. Um. All right, Valdez. I, I, let, let's talk about a controversy on the show. Um. From last week that we didn't get to. Uh, on our extra Friday recording, and that's Pablo Francisco. Ooh. All right, he's controversial. He's 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 our most controversial comedian. Ooh. Okay. All right. Why do you say that? Because half the audience can't stand him. Half the audience loves him. Half the junkies can't stand him. <laughs> half the junkies love him. Uh, if you, uh, Ryan, if you had to guess which junkies hate Pablo, which junkies love Pablo, could you do that? Uh, do you have any idea who Pablo Francisco yes, is? Yes, okay. he, he's a comedian, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> this I is would, why we brought Ryan yeah, on this show. Exactly. Well informed. Yeah, See, he's thank a comedian. You. <laughs> See, he's a comedian. Uh, I'm going to say Jason likes him. And then the other, because you said it's split in half. So I'm going to go Jason likes him and. EB likes him while Cakes and JP dislike him. Close. Jason does like him, but Cakes also kind of likes Pablo Francisco because he, he likes doing all the bits okay. and stuff like yeah. that. EB is the one who really pushes us to have comedians on the show. He always mm-hmm. 
likes it, likes to take segments off and, exactly. and lets other people talk <laughs> and stuff. But he's not a fan of Pablo's old school, never updating his his yeah, role the same, day or uh, catalog. The same Rolodex of characters and yeah, voices he's or whatever. Doing. Yeah, so it's it's all Mr. Magoo stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> Johnny Carson or whatever. Like, does a Johnny Carson impression in 2022. But also, I see. And a lot of this is just judging from tweets and the text machine and stuff like that of people saying, oh, my God, Pablo's the funniest dude ever. Can't have yeah. him. And the half of them say, I don't understand I why. can't stand this dude turning off the radio station. I don't understand why someone is so polarizing like that. There's no, there's really no gray area. Well, you know who hates him? D. Woods. D. Woods? Show character. D. Woods, caller from D.C. He called in on Monday to give his uh, – Talk, Pablo update his no no to give his talk on um give his perspective on Chris Rock and, and Will Smith oh, right I wanted to hear and that. he said something about comedians coming in studio and he goes I don't like all of them Drab knows one in particular right he was uh-huh. too scared to say on the air that he didn't like Pablo but D Woods hate like sent me a, a message about he was angry he did was he like, did he say why exactly he doesn't like him I would love um, to hear this rationale I, I could find it in my Facebook messages. I sent you a Facebook. Yeah, link. over the weekend. This is where people, Facebook is the land where people get angry. <laughs> yeah, in the junkies inbox, there is a. Um, all right, I'll read you what he said here. It's loading up. Um, hey, listening to Bit Season. Okay, he sent this at Friday at two p.m. All right. All right. Thank you for being a bitty D. So he'll hear it. this, and I'm sorry for for throwing this out there, but yeah, but you know, you you have some uh, discretion. Um. So he says, "Hey, I'm listening to Bit Season." Pablo is terrible. I don't get the allure. Okay. All right. Um, I said, um, uh, I said, uh, personally, he's not for me, but it's only once a year tops. Okay. That was my response. That's true, too. I could take or leave Pablo. He he doesn't bother me. I don't love him. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, um, sulking if he cancels his appearance on the show. And then D says, he's terrible. Bad news bears terrible. Oh, right. Like, uh, by the way, that's a funny zing right there. Bad news bears terrible. I might steal that. Right. So, um, and then I get, I just saw a bunch of tweets and everything like that from people. But Jason, Jason hates comedians. He hates them. He doesn't, maybe hates a strong, strong word. He just not interested. He wants to talk sports. Yeah. But he gets a kick out of Pablo. And so I feel like I'm scratching Jason's back a little bit. All right. Making him happy. He's so okay. you know he doesn't like the show. He wants to move to South Carolina. I'm trying to make him happy every once in a while. Has FOMO because his daughters aren't living at the house. Yeah, it's so a, trying, the book's to a comedian him. that he likes. Uh huh. Well, then why does Jason gravitate towards Pablo Francisco? Let's let's try and uh, figure that out. Let's know. try and solve that equation. I don't know. I I don't know what it is about him. I think I have an idea. All right. My idea is that Pablo. Is Pablo's a little racy? A little. <laughs> I was putting it mildly. Pablo's a little racy. Pablo's, little. and I think I and I think Jason gets a kick out of that kind of humor. of him pushing the envelope. Yes, especially because you can't say that kind of stuff on the radio. Well, Jason can't say that stuff on the radio anymore, so he gets a little kick out of it if Pablo's saying it. I, the junks wore a little um, on the edge of their seat when Pablo was in here. Oh my god! I, but here's what here's I'm sweating bullets. Here's what here's what I think. I know Valdez is sweating. Pablo's on radio shows every single Friday, Thursday, and Friday across the country, doing the same shtick, same jokes, same yeah. lines, <laughs> like same yeah. racy stuff. Omicron, <laughs> <laughs> right? The, right. The, like borderline inappropriate in twenty twenty two. Omicron. <laughs> 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 hey, see, you're making us laugh with your impressions. Now you see where, 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 why people like it. <laughs> hey, do you know? Do you know the funniest line that Pablo had when he was in here? What's that? He said, "Why don't they just hire the cameraman that, that filmed the golf ball?" The UFOs. <laughs> hey, that was a pretty smart take. Hey, that was a great analysis. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pablo for me, he's a one segmenter, but um, he got invited back for the second for second segment by EB. Those, those guys. By the way, are... I, I appreciate I appreciate Pablo's dedication because he came straight from the airport, like he had his luggage. 
Mm-hmm. I was glad to see that he didn't bring his hanger honors or his opening acts with him. Oh, yeah. There's a <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> we always get surprised I, yeah. with Pablo, like, oh, my God, we got to put these guys on the air. Valdez did say, by the way, are you upset that I that I um no I made happy, that public? I'm happy you have you uh, been noticing how often they've been yes. saying it. Jason is the ultimate offender. He does, and, and Jason or JP says it all the time. J- I, I've noticed that Jason says it when he is it's when it's especially sports related, mm-hmm. and he's trying to flex his sports muscle. He's got to get like, like one yeah, more like, nugget. By the way, you know he uh, threw a no hitter in uh, 2012 against the Diamondbacks. I know, you know something like that. Uh-huh. Um, they're crutch words. I don't. We're working on them. We're working on them. So Valdez, I, I didn't really notice this this much this week, but um, you told me that some of the biddies are upset at us oh, for yeah, our this behavior a, last Friday. Hey, this is uh, this is a new one for us. I did see. I did see one or two um, people comment there, about there it, are, but you said there, there were numerous. I There are over 10, I feel like. I've had over 10 people message me and 10 people say to me that they were upset at our, not hate, at us disparaging short people. I thought it was a great conversation. On on their time to shine. That's that's awesome for them, right? Right. I didn't feel like we, okay. Hey, hey, we took a little pot shots short, here yeah. and there. Short kings get the short end of the stick. Not right. to uh, make a pun or anything like that. Um, I thought we were self deprecating in the same segment, talking I, about my man boobs. Yeah, we're talking about man boobs. <laughs> when's, summer. When's man boobs summer? Yeah, All that yeah. spare tire summer. Right. Bald summer. I I saw people. Short King Summer thing is blowing up. By the way, um, I think I think they're I think short people are mad at us because it's their summer, but also we're kind of we're kind of being tongue in cheek about we're it, mocking it. Yeah. So if it's if they're claiming it and they're calling it their summer, mm-hmm. then you're not allowed to mock it. I get you know what I mean. Like they're on the hierarchy of 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 the kings that summer. They're above the Vitiligo King Summer, Big Lip Summer. I know you were making a big deal about Vitiligo this past. I week. was because alopecia. Because so of high. alopecia, it's the honestly, it's the same thing. No, no, I have alopecia. Is alopecia an autoimmune disorder? No. no. What is an autoimmune disorder? I don't know. Isn't that something that's inside of you that is triggered later in life or something like that? I think you're right. I think you might be right. Yes. Um, but I no, I equate I equate alopecia to vitiligo. It's the it's the same exact thing. I feel like it's a skin condition. It's a skin condition. All right. I have this. We both have these skin conditions, and I just look. I just want people to be more uh, because. Alopecia is just hot right now. Yeah, no. Okay, it's hot. And, so, and then people people are very forgiving if you have alopecia. Don't you feel like bald guy summer should out should come in and swoop it away? It should. From it should short be king the, summer in the eleventh hour. Swoop in, yeah. and take over short king because summer. Now we because are alopecia summer. News. Alopecia summer is yeah. is going to be the new thing. We're front page news. Yes, front page news. Everyone is feeling pity for alopecia. <laughs> right. And so women should be propping up their bald kings right yeah, now. Yeah, bald kings. <laughs> Shiny dome kings. <laughs> yeah, so let's yeah. let's don't, push this. Don't cover don't cover that bald head with a crown, you alopecia <laughs> king. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just look, I just want the same amount of uh, I was getting pity jealous. Because what does that mean? just like how everybody was was feeling sorry for Jada Pinkett Smith because yeah. she's balding. Um, how all of a sudden there's this alopecia awareness that's going on in social media. I was feeling jealous because, hello, I have a skin disorder. I would actually say my skin disorder is... I know, but your time to shine was like 1992 when people were making Michael Jackson jokes. <laughs> okay? <laughs> well, that was your... You already well, missed my it. Vit- my already... vitiligo hadn't reared its ugly head I know, in you 1992. Mi- you missed it. It was before your time. You know what I need? It's a... I need Zendaya. 
to okay. all of a sudden get a pigment disorder. You're right. That would that would do wonders. But you need a guy. You really need a guy to like a, a hot guy. Well, as, why wouldn't Zendaya work for me? Because that's like a female beauty thing. Like you don't understand the problem with females having you know beauty issues because mm. you're just a rugged man. You know what I need? This is what I need. What? I need. Idris Elba's cheek to go white. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or it could be a white guy, too. That is true. I mean, you're like an albino situation. Does that ever happen? I, I mean... Like, could Chris Hemsworth suddenly wake up one day and his skin is, is bleach white? He's got blotches of like, all over his skin. I just I just think it wouldn't be as noticeable. And plus, no, no, Idris no, Elba it, was the sexiest man alive. I think that would... Right, be- right. No, you definitely need a sexy man. To, to... Like Daniel Craig. Right, but he's yeah yeah you're right someone someone on the end, um, but, that, but that's what I but that's what I mean about the like alopecia getting all these attention dollars and then I'm feeling I'm feeling left out because I have a I have a skin disorder I want I want love and attention from people I need, <laughs> I mean, I need I, everyone's got a skin disorder. Right, if it's if it's not balding or or vitiligo, it's pimples or or moles or freckles. Who doesn't have? And what? Why are we not doing angry mole summer? <laughs> well, I mean, since everyone gets their own holidays, why, why can I have my stretch mark summer? Come on, let me get my. Let me get my. Yeah, right I mean, come on, Ryan, write that down for twenty twenty three. Exactly. Stretch mark See? summer. Stretch mark summer. <laughs> Yeah, we've already contributed more than our other producers. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He, he, he's dead and buried. Uh, Kevin, a, a bit, he tweeted. He did tweet me last week or this weekend. Drab as a short ginger who was the best athlete in town in fifth grade. La- this week was a tough listen, but I'm still a bitty for life. <laughs> yeah, was we piled the, on because then we pile on Adam for being a ginger. Was he the was he the the best athlete in Gulliver's Travel? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, there's a lot of uh, guys out there that I know were great athletes before puberty. Yes, yes we talked about that. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. What? But it does it does prove our point though. What? Circling back to short King Summer, and then this will be my this will be my last quip. Are you um, going to take for, another shot at these? Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not doing another shot at sh- at short people. What? We've already uh, we've already done that comedy pyramid. Okay, all right, and we can't help it if it's taller than you. But <laughs> <laughs> but short people have a chip on their shoulder. It they do. They really do. They they feel like they've gotten the the short end of the stick. They feel mm-hmm. like they've been put down. They feel like they are not worthy in a way, and that and that they have their a ego physical. They out. have a physical deficiency, so their ego and their pride make up for it. And those and those type of retorts and those type of messages that we've gotten prove my point. You might be on something. I, I think you. you're right. <laughs> um, two other things I want to touch on before we go. Um, that's in our notes here that that you guys wrote down as well. Um, is Lurch a big dum dum for not understanding home insurance? Yeah, you know, Jason. I was getting all kinds of messages from people. I have my head was spinning when he was explaining it. Yes, and and good for and good for Jason for getting a new roof. But it's it's the price he's paying for for doing all of these claims. But what was so astounding is. Jason is Jason is the most calculated person in the world, I feel like. Especially when it comes to money. Yes. I mean, he he's invented the wrap around vacation. Uh-huh. The guy just the guy just knows the system and his ability to massage the system and and squeeze every ounce out of it is yep. incredible. It's impeccable. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> it's just it's so funny in I wouldn't call it ironic, but it's just it's so funny that the system finally like fought back in a way. Yes, the the, the he lost he to the man. Yes, he couldn't pull the fast one over. Right. And he definitely was and I think Jason's lying in my opinion. I think Jason's lying about the hail damage or that like one storm came through and ruined his roof. I think that he's got a twenty year old roof. Yes. And I try to explain it to Jason, like it's like a car. Your roof depreciates over time. So yeah, your car's not as 
as much as it uh, is not worth as much as it once right. was. Right. So, and a twenty-year-old roof is not worth as much insurance-wise as a two-year-old roof. Like, if you have damage on a two-year-old two-year-old roof, like that's a problem. If it's twenty years old and you have damage, they're like, ah, you're kind of you're SOL. Like, you but you got to pay for this on yourself. It's not worth anything. Yeah, that's a, a, and so exactly. he filed an insurance claim for a twenty-year-old roof, and then is wondering and, and then why. Saying it's, and saying it's twenty k, and saying, "Hey, give me my twenty k." Yeah. yeah, yeah, no wonder they dropped him. <laughs> of course, because he, I don't, he doesn't understand. Hey, but at the end of the day, he got what he wanted. He did, but he'll probably he might end up paying more for it in the long run. With his with, oh, the with monthly the pre- rates, yeah, with his the premiums, premiums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I just you know, the junks. I've never I've never seen the junks happier. Until they have uh, any of the guys have misery in terms of uh, or financial misery. Yeah, the guys love when uh, someone has a financial misery. And can I tell you my tilt of the week? Sure. My tilt of the week was John Paul Flames' outrageous fake apology to Cakes <laughs> <laughs> on, on on Wednesday. Oh yes, what a worthless apology. His apology. His apology was the uh, "I'm sorry you're offended." He he actually <laughs> said that. He said, "I'm sorry you took what I said the wrong way." When he didn't take what you said the wrong way, he took it exactly how you said it. When you when they we were having another pour off on the junkies. Yeah, what's going on with this childhood uh, uh, financial machismo? God, that's going just on. like JP has a lot of Italian. This is my read on. Just like JP has a lot of Italian machismo, I think it's and I might be wrong on this. It's frowned upon in the Hispanic community to brag about your wealth. And if and if and if JP grew up as a rich Latin, silver spoon, Latin rich Latin silver spoon, uh-huh. that wouldn't make him one of the people in in the Hispanic community. Why right? is that? Do you have? Any I don't idea? know. It's just like. Or is this something? Is this a real a real thing? Or is this something that you've just noticed? No, this is me. I'm noodling this, and, I, okay. and I'm trying not to be stereotypical at all. But I I could feel that I can see that he's so um, tight, shameful, shameful about growing up as a as a not wealthy, but like up middle class Hispanic man, comfortable, comfortable Hispanic. When uh, maybe other people in that he knew or his family members didn't think, grow up I, that way. I think. J, uh, JP has this, um, not a perception, but he has this story of hard work. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he wants, he always wants people to think that uh, everything that he's gotten in his life is through hard work. And there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. he's gotten in life through hard work and due diligence. But, but saying that he was a, a little rich boy takes away from JP's hard work ethic story. But, but wouldn't you want to be proud about that, that your dad didn't know how to speak English? He always says that, do you have job for me? That your dad came over here and was able to built, live the, built the house by hand. Yeah, lived the American dream and provided like for his family. So and, much, and so, much so that you were able to do all of these great things growing up that no one else had the opportunity to do. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, that it, aside... It kind of adds to his father's that story. That aside, JP... Now, twice, giving Cakes the face by saying, quote, I'm sorry your parents didn't save. Yeah, what, what a rude-ass <laughs> comment. And by the and when you are, when you're that young, by the yeah, I stopped myself when I said, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say, by the way, that, um, when you're that young, you have zero financial wherewithal of your parents. Of you course. You have no idea. But also, how does JP know that Cakes' family didn't save? They're... Uh, day-to-day life of, of how they lived has nothing to do with how much money Cakes' dad had in his 401k. That's, that's true. Ir- that's irrelevant. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. How would JP have any idea what, he their, always ban- says what their bank statements were? When Cakes says, I'm sorry, you, you, when you own three properties, you can't cry. Your family owns three properties. You can't cry poor to me. And then he always says, I'm sorry your parents didn't <laughs> save. So it's it is funny that they can call they can call themselves broke, but they can't let another junkie call them broke. Right? <laughs> that, that is a very weird dichotomy. Because then, because out. then, JP's taking shots at Cakes' his parents, and he's basically calling his parents stupid. Yeah, for not that is, saving that money. That is an underlying an underlying. It's insult. very weird it, to figure these saying, guys out sometimes. If you say you're bad with money, mm-hmm. the, the underlying current of it is you're too stupid to understand 
economics. Cakes can say my parents didn't provide for me, but JP can't say your parents weren't smart enough to provide for you, basically. <laughs> it's very weird to try to figure these guys out sometimes. But we, or we're all in agreement that Jason wins the, the pour-off. Oh, yeah. If you have roommates and, and you're all sharing a, a crapper with Ernie and, and Ron – and, he, and and you're watching some stranger put uh, ground beef on his dingaling <laughs> and letting the dog eat it off. Yeah, you you win the poorest of the, of the junkies award. I always like to, I've said it on air. I always like to think about uh, Jason's roommates warming the porcelain with their <laughs> with their morning dumps. Yeah, Jason's sitting down right after Ernie right after Ernie blew up the toilet. <laughs> it's a funny visual. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, we've been going for about an hour here. Uh, fun week on the junkies. More to come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Friday shows always, uh, as Valdez like to say, Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey. And uh, we'll see what next week brings as well. Um, be on the lookout for our new feed. We'll provide all the information with that as soon as it becomes available. And thanks to Ryan yeah, Clary. Thank for you, Ryan. In you did a great thing. job stepping in as a producer. Thank you, guys. No, I appreciate no it. No awkward stops to the show like uh, the old producer used to do. <laughs> I like Ryan's approach. Less is more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, thanks for listening to Bit Season. Later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.